Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, it's Jason Falls. If your company or maybe one of your clients sells to marketers, you look for advertising channels that guarantee business marketers are paying attention, right? Let me introduce you to the Marketing Podcast Network. You're listening to it right now. It's a network of podcasts all about marketing. So 100% of MPN's audience are marketers. Reach them by advertising on the Marketing Podcast Network. Learn more and find our media kit at marketingpodcasts.net. Here's how you can make $100,000 with your business podcast. When I say that, I know it sounds insane. I know I sound like some charlatan. I know. I know it sounds crazy, but hear me out. I want to explain the exact process and the main three products you need to generate this kind of revenue consistently. Let's get started. All right. So the first way you get to your first $1,000 a month is to create a digital product. The digital product is going to be the thing that gets people in the doors. It gets them to recognize your brand that really builds their interest in you as a creator, as a podcast host, as an expert. Digital products are the easiest. And I say this just as being honest as somebody has done a lot of this stuff, the digital product might be the easiest one you make because the whole purpose is to get them to one specific outcome. Now I'm going to repeat that because I know most people don't listen. The purpose of a digital product is to get somebody from step one to step, well, let's say step zero to step one. That's exactly what it is. It should be the introductory period to your brand. I'm not a fan of people that try to put together like courses. I've put this episode out before really explaining that podcasters should not go and make courses and stuff. That's just not smart. The digital product first, because the digital product is that thing that's going to, you know, like I said, it's the introductory period. Now we'll talk about pricing later, but I really want to drive home this point about the one outcome. The one outcome is so damn important because if you try to do something where you have three outcomes or a big, massive outcome, you come off as untrustworthy. That's the point we've gotten to now with the online business thing. If you sell products online, as soon as you start to sound a little crazy, people are immediately like, I can't listen to you. I don't trust you. And you don't want to have to fight that uphill battle of trying to gain their trust because they distrust you. It's a difference between they don't know you and they distrust you. That's a big difference. You want to be able to build on trust and not have to fight the battle of distrust. That is exhausting, honestly. Now, the best way to make your digital product is to go to your audience and see what problems that they have. List out those problems and see the one that you got the most. What's like the main problem that people have? What's the big issue that everybody in your market is facing? You want to get more people inside in the early stages. Bring the people in and be able to focus on that one problem all the way throughout. 
So for me, instead of talking about podcast launches and growth and monetization and guesting, the only thing I like to focus on is monetization. All of my products are centered around podcast monetization because the person that buys my digital product, I want them to get all the other stuff that's a part of my business. Now my one ideal customer is a lifetime customer where we can work together for the next two, three, four, five years, as long as they're podcasting. Now, after you have the outcome broken down, you want to make sure that the format you deliver this in is one that you're comfortable with. I know some people don't like writing. Some people don't like getting on video. You got to do the one that works for you. I am not personally, I'm not a fan of sitting there and writing nonstop. I used to be like when I was in college and stuff, even in high school, I used to write other people's papers for money. That was like one of my hustles. Now I'm just not as into writing as I used to be. I'm much better like this on a microphone, on a camera and do my thing. That's just more comfortable for me. But I know for some people it's not. So think about how you want to deliver the information. You can do an email course. You can do a short mini course, a couple videos. You can do one masterclass, just one long video. You can have an ebook. You can have a roadmap, guideline, cheat sheet. It's a ton of options as far as how you package the value. But the main thing, again, I'm gonna keep saying it, is the outcome. Now we gotta talk about pricing. You want it to be so good that when people see it, they're like, oh, that's a no brainer price. I gotta buy that. That's why I don't believe in pricing digital products over a hundred dollars. Now I know some people do. For me, I want that to introduce you to my brand. I have so many other things I can offer you that will make me money. The first product is not about me making money, to be honest. It's about setting the foundation with this person. I wanna build trust with you. I wanna show you that I can actually help you. That's why I'm not charging $500, like no. No, here, it's 50 bucks. I think the best range is between 28 and like 55. Like around that range is where you get people that are like, yes. You don't wanna have to do sales calls for this. You don't wanna have to have long drawn out conversations about it. You want it to be something that's available for people. They wanna access it and take advantage of it. They can buy it while you sleep in. That simple. And again, this is to build the trust for your brand. We're not trying to make a million dollars off of this one product right here. This is the introductory product. To be honest, I think the best way to run an online business today, especially, is focus on getting that digital product going and the money you make from that, you put that right back in to run the other stuff. That's the trick. You put the money from the digital products into marketing your podcast, getting more listeners, paying for advertising, all of that stuff. That's going to fuel the business growth. And in the other two products I'm going to talk about, that's where you make the real money. All right, so product two on this is building your community. I'm a big fan of community, man. Like, I think everybody should have a community. It's one thing I wish I had done sooner is take all the podcasters I've worked with and helped over the years and put them in one space. If I could do that, I would make a million dollars a month. That's how many podcasters I've personally worked with at events and doing calls for free, even paid. Like, I've worked with that many podcasters to where I can make really serious money non-stop if I had set up my community earlier. So the key you got to understand with community is there are two different types. There are two different types of community. One is for outcomes. People come here because they want to learn something. They want to figure this out. They want an outcome. They want to leave your community or be a part of it knowing that they're going somewhere. There's like a destination in mind. And that's more so for the business podcasters. Then you have the other kind of community, which is more so for networking. And there are a lot of people that pay for communities like this. You can think of country clubs like this. They're paying to access a certain group of people. 
You aren't going to the country club to learn anything. You want to go there to meet the right people, build connections, get deals done. They say most of the best deals are done on golf courses. There you go. That's the different types of community. I would advise you focus on outcome community because you're a business podcaster and you care more about delivering certain level of value through expertise and knowledge, not necessarily connections. Now, can connections be a part of your community? Yes, I think it should be, but it can't be the focal point. So let's break down some of the content strategies you got to use to run your community. So there are really three main pieces of content you should have in your community space. And I want to say this too, in the beginning, this is something I struggled with personally for a long time. This is what my communities failed before. I tried to do too much. When you have a community, you think you got to post content every day. You got to be super active every day. The truth is people have lives. Even if they pay to access your community, they're not paying to be a part of it every single day, even on weekends. So you don't have to post content every day. It's okay if you post three times a week. It's actually better. Now, those three different types of content. Number one is engaging content. I think this is the most important because it gets conversation started, a lot of back and forth, a lot of dialogue. That's a big deal. And when you have people talking, it's a great way to know that they're active and they're going to keep coming back to continue the conversation. That's how a lot of Facebook groups thrive. They just have people talking about stuff and engaging questions. That's one of the easiest ways to get it started. What do you think about this? And what's your opinion on this thing? That's more so news. So there are already two formulas right there that you can follow. What I suggest is having a rhythm to it. So one week you post about news and trending topics. The next week you ask an engaging question. You want to build that connection with everybody that's a part of your community. Perfect balance right there. And with the engaging content, that's going to spark a lot of conversations. Now, the next type of content is educational. I think you should always be offering tips. And again, you can do this in a lot of different ways, too. I would suggest it to kind of switch it up. Sometimes you can post different videos like, hey, here's how you can do this. Here's a whole how to tip series or whatever. You can also have downloads like some worksheets, workbooks, roadmaps and all that stuff. And this is the thing, too. I know you're thinking I'm going to run out of content really fast. No, you're not. For example, inside of the million dollar podcasting community, one of the pieces of content I'm delivering is an entire series on how to market your show. But instead of just one long post about marketing, every other week I'm posting about how you market on Instagram. And here are some tactics you can use. And I could break it down even further and say, here's one tactic to market your podcast on Instagram. And that could be one post for the week. And that's my educational content. Simple. It's that easy. We often overcomplicate it by thinking that we have to do a lot more. When the reality is, if I gave you 10 tips that you can do right now. You won't even be able to execute all 10. You'll probably do maybe one or two and the rest you'll just forget about. That's just the truth. That's how people operate. So if I give you one specific strategy to follow weekly, you can implement that. You start working on that and it actually gets you a result. Then two weeks later, you get another one. And then another week later, you get another one. Now you're adding in different things that work for your business and your podcast and actually grows it. That's much better than just throwing a boatload of content at people because they just aren't going to react to it well, especially educational content. Now, the last type of content is entertainment. I think it's good to have entertaining stuff so your community doesn't become boring and drawn out. You don't want that. And entertainment content could be like the memes. It could be some videos or whatever. Make it fun so your group is not boring. You do not want to be boring. That's one thing that will draw everybody out. They will not want to rock with you at all. Don't be boring. Avoid that. Pricing. How do you price your community? I think it's best to keep this price at a monthly rate that makes sense. If you're providing them with an outcome to get to a certain result, then the price should be higher, right? And I want to be specific on that. If you're helping them make money, you can charge more. If you're helping with their health, 
if you're helping them physically look better, those kind of things that people really prioritize, you can charge more for. The reason why the other communities that are about connections and stuff don't do as well is simply because it's about building connections and people don't want, usually want to pay to be connected to other people unless the community's really dialed in and all that stuff. So I would say keep it priced between 12 and 50 bucks a month. For me, I like to charge $28 a month inside of the Million Dollar Podcasting Community because every member that's a part of that community, it's my goal to make sure that they make $1,000 a month from their show. That's also why I have a cap on a membership. I don't want an unlimited amount of podcasters in there because I want to make sure that everybody gets this result. My main focus is you making money from your show. That's it. I don't even care about you getting more listeners, to be honest, because if you come to me with 100 listeners, I'm going to try to make some shake with that 100, right? That's the focus. Getting paid. That's what I care about for my community members. So if I'm helping you make $1,000 a month, I think it's only right that you pay 28 for that, right? That's, that's a no-brainer, right? So keep the pricing simple. I don't think you should have a bunch of crazy tiers. It's not necessary. That just makes it harder for you. No, you don't need that. One tier, everybody get access to everything, pay this fee monthly. That's it. Okay, so we started off with the digital product, right? That was number one. That's the first thing you put out there, build trust, use that money for ads and all of that stuff, really build the brand. Then we talked about community. That's your recurring revenue. That's how you actually get paid every single month. And that's something you want to be doing long term. You want to set that up to really feed your business for its lifetime. With those two products alone, you can generate some really good revenue. You'll have a really solid business. But this last one, this is where a bulk load of your revenue is going to come from. That is consulting. Now, I want to preface this, all of this by saying that if you don't have experience, knowledge, expertise, skills, all of that stuff, you probably will not be successful consulting. I know that the popular thing is to sell high ticket. Like Dan Locke made that a thing in like, what was it, 2018, 2019? And everybody popped up trying to sell a high ticket course. And I'll say this, you can, you can go and set up a high ticket program right now. Set up click funnels, have a landing page and sell whatever. You can do that. But the truth is you probably won't get results. That's the painful truth is if you don't have the prerequisites for this one, you don't get the results. That's also why I said the digital product first, community, and then consulting. Because you know what happens is if you're starting off in the industry and you don't have that much knowledge and expertise, what's going to happen when you work with 50 different people selling a digital product, setting it up and selling all that. Then you have another 20 people in your community that are paying you every month to access information and connect with you. You're only going to learn more and more and more and build a more of a connection with the market. Then when you come out with that consulting program, all the people that work with you in stages one and two are going to want to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. So I know it sounds good to start off with consulting. I just know that you're going to do better long term if you have the other two in place and then you go to consulting. And so when you're setting up your consulting program, it's about the bigger picture, right? What's the big outcome? I like to set this up pretty simple. Go to my whiteboard and I write down where are they now? Where do they want to go? Where are they now? What's step zero? What's the beginning? And where do they want to be? And then from all of those steps, break it down. I literally did this for the podcaster income stream program. Most podcasters, 95% are making zero money, right? They're making no money from their show and they never do. And they end up quitting. That's where they are. Now they want to go over here where they're making a uh, consistent. Now it could be easy to say $5,000, $10,000 a month. Everybody wants to make that, but I'm pretty sure I could, you would agree with me when saying that a thousand dollars a month to start in terms of making from your podcast is a great start, right? 
We can agree on that. So they want to go from making $0 to $1,000. How do they get there? I'll say this. When I first started this, the way I did it wrong was I thought marketing was first. I thought that was the most important thing. But the truth is, if you don't have a ton of listeners, you can still get results. You can still get the outcome that you want. It still works. So that's how you break it down in the beginning is where are they and then where do they want to go? Once you do that, you list all the steps along the way. Now, you're probably going to have like 20 different things you can think of, but then that's when you got to filter it out and look at the bigger picture ones. Like, what's the bigger deal? So if you're launching a podcast, I would say not having a show that makes consistent money and your business is booming and all of that stuff. If that's what I was doing and that's what my consulting program was around, step one will be like, literally branding the show like what's the purpose of it who's the listener all of that that's the first thing that's the most important part then you want to list out all this like where are they how do we find them how do we connect with them then we go into monetization how are you going to make money from this i know some people will say i don't care about making money all of that stuff but we're not here for the bullshit let's keep it real how are you going to make money if you don't know how you're going to make money from it and you just launch a show you probably going to quit that show within six months i'm pretty sure you will and then step three, we go into the setup and the look and all of that stuff, right? We go into guesting. It's a whole process. I like to limit my consulting to five steps. I do that because in those five steps, there are little tasks to do along the way. So step one will have like eight tasks you got to complete. But it's better to do it this way than to say, hey, there's 18 steps. Because then if we're having a sales conversation and I tell you, yeah, after 18 steps, you'll have a successful podcast. You're going to look at me like, what the hell? That is exhausting. But if I tell you it's five steps with some action items, now you're like, oh, wow, okay, I can do that. So part of framing your consulting program too is showing people that it's not super easy. Like you're still gonna have to work to get the outcome, but it's possible. It's not gonna take you five years. It's not gonna take you a ton of money or a ton of legwork. It's possible. That framing has helped me tremendously. And then in terms of delivery, I like to have options on that. So. Part of my delivery will be phone calls. I think that's the most important part is being able to get on Zoom or meet up with somebody and actually sit there and hold their hand through the process. That builds more trust, more reliability, and it shows them that you know what you're doing. Then it's up to them to execute. If we sit on Zoom for an hour and 15 minutes and I show you the whole process on how to get sponsored, I mean, look, after I show you how to do it, you just got to go out there and do it. Now, I also like to add in other things that are bonuses in my consulting and that comes in a form of videos, worksheets, templates, all of that stuff. The videos are great because I like to have people watch those before our call because then it's going to bring up more questions. It'll answer some questions. It will actually help guide them through. And then it's really good to have those as action items. So you always have something next to do, right? You have the workbooks, the worksheets and all that stuff. That's where I put my templates and all of that. Because again, once you go through our phone call, you watch some videos, you're going to have things you have to do. And I want to give you the tool to do it. I want to make it as easy as possible. So if we work one-on-one -on -one and I show you how to break down your community strategy after our phone call, you may want to watch another video on it. You can go and do that, but you'll have the form right in front of you where you just break down. Here's the kind of content I want to post this week. Here's the kind of content I want to post this week. And once you get that system rolling, it's really easy. You make all of this stuff once. Now your consulting program is not just you getting on the phone with them and talking for an hour. You actually can sit down, talk with them. They get the video assets to learn from that. And then they get the other tools to make the process even easier. Now, the last thing when it comes to consulting is a pricing. I think you want to keep it at least at $400 at the very least. 
anything under that and it's not perceived as valuable. Only time I go under $400 is if I'm doing like a special sale. Like if you're looking for testimonials in the beginning, you charge 300. I'm not mad at that. Once you get five people, the price got to go up. And I'm not one of them people that says charge more, charge more just because you want to charge more. I think you should charge more when the value goes up. So if you change something in the program, you add some extras into it, you can charge more. I would advise you in the beginning, keep it between three and 500. After you get your first five, you get them results. Then you can amplify the cost. That's when you can raise the cost on it. So if you want to make $100,000 from your podcast, this is a process to do it. Have a digital product that's in the beginning that really helps you build connections with the market, that proves your value, brings in that early revenue so you can run the business and you can do promotions and advertising and stuff. Then you want to have a community set up so that anybody you work with can join this space and be a part of what you're building. They can be a part of the experience, get to know you more and get to a specific outcome. And obviously be around other people that are on the same path as them. Then set up that consulting program. Once you design that, you'll be able to bring in a lot more revenue at a higher level. Honestly, a lot easier if your consulting program is valuable. So with all three of these products, the great part is the digital product, you make that once. The community, you set that up once and then you just keep putting the content in. You have to monitor it and stuff and you can hire somebody to do that, to be honest. With the consulting, that's where you set up your program once and you just continue to improve it over time. None of this is backbreaking work. It's not exhausting. And setting this up correctly is going to be the thing that makes your podcast profitable. Now, I know you probably have some more questions. And if you do, you can schedule a free podcast money session with me. We go through this entire process and break it all the way down so that you have the full process for what it looks like. What is your digital product going to be? What problem are you solving? How does your community look? What platform are you going to use? What kind of content are you sharing? What guests do you want to bring in? Do you want to do live sessions or not? What does your consulting program look like? We answer all of those questions during the podcast money session. Now, click the link down below. You can schedule a free call with me. But if you're still here watching this, I appreciate you. Shout out to you. You're a real one. And make sure you connect with me on Instagram at Chris Podcasting. That's where I'm answering a lot of questions. If you just want to get started with that, just shoot me a DM. Send me a show. I would love to check it out. I actually listen to podcasts all the time. So send me a show so I can check it out. I'll see you next time. You probably know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? I'm Jason Falls, and I host Winfluence, the Influence Marketing Podcast. Now, you'll note I didn't say influencer marketing. I said influence marketing. Why? Because the goal is to truly influence an audience to take action. We talk about the strategies and stories that move beyond engaging just social media influencers and tap into your community to find influential voices. It's a different way of looking at it. We call it community commerce marketing. Influencers are still a piece of it, but there's so much more. I talk to creators, brand and agency side marketers, and the thinkers in the space to help grow your business. Come learn with me on Winfluence, the Influence Marketing Podcast. Find it at winfluencepod.com, marketingpodcasts.net, or search for for Winfluence wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.